Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. All right, before we get into it here, just right out of the... Where's your headphones? Uh, they're not plugged in, so it's easier to hear you this way. Could ask for them to get plugged You're in. You're plugged in. <laughs> All right, concert announcement at 8. Yeah. We got the second best... Well, I don't know if we're doing this. Uh, we were told we were doing this, but I haven't seen any correspondence about it. So I will mention that we are supposed to be, at some point today, giving away the second best summer ever grand prize, which is the trip to the Grey Cup, which I'm pretty sure the Elks won't be there, but that yep. doesn't mean it's not going to be a fun time going to Regina. All right. Also, um, we got some stuff to give away. We got some Elks tickets. And, and we got uh, uh, Rad Torque Raceway. Rad Torque. We'll do those at the end of the show. We'll do that all this week as a, as a parting gift. How was everybody's weekend? It was good. <laughs> it was good. Pretty chill. Yeah. It was chill, too. Jimmy, you were on quite a bender for the weekend. I didn't drink yesterday. Oh, good. Because <laughs> that'll save your life. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys were, uh, not you guys, you you uh, and the Army Chris crew were on one for the whole weekend. Yeah, started Friday. Yeah, he's going to kill you. <laughs> and everyone in his wake. I've, I've pretty much, I was watching a couple of things this weekend. Yeah, like... Just, I was getting pictures. Jimmy's gonna die. I was getting pictures from the concert. Just random people. Piss Jug sent me a photo of Jimmy. Yeah, like just people spotting him stumbling around the stadium. There's a good chance that that if he does spend any more time with Armin Chris, it will just <laughs> it, it will not end it, well. It'll kill him. I'm glad you've succumbed to the fact. He's not arguing. <laughs> he died doing what I'm he loved. Not, I'm not arguing because it was it was rough a couple of the times. <laughs> it was, uh, I guess it would have been his 76th birthday. Wow. Only 76, say. Freddie Mercury. Fre- oh, Freddie. Freddie Mercury. That would have been yesterday. The locker room topic of the day. I had something happen to uh, to me this, this weekend. We're not going to get into any details, but it was it was one of those things where you really question... I'm really starting to question humanity. Yes. Okay. Overall. Where I I, I need to be careful with this, just how I put this, but I... I've always sort of had this idea that deep down inside, even if people do something awful, mm-hmm. that they're actually 
that there's some good in there. But in the last couple of years, I have I have noticed that there's 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 a there's a handful of people that are walking around like amongst us mm-hmm. that have no integrity. Yeah, that they are just complete dicks. Oh yeah, those people that are all out about there. themselves. Uh, yes, cutthroats. And um, it's 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 wearing on me a bit. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest; it 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 really is. Like, because I I actually. I actually do. I, I I know I say this a lot, but I actually try to be a good person. Mm-hmm. I legitimately try to leave a good, a, a, you know, a positive spin on things. Right? I mean, I'm not always successful at it. Sometimes I let my cynicism get in the way. Um, but generally speaking, when I get up in the day, I'd like. The day to be a better place. Yeah, my the, the people that that I know that I choose to spend time with, I I try to actually leave them with a positive. We all have moments though where that's not the case, and we're going to get negative and and down on things. Yes, like but you you have no malice intent towards anybody. No, like I don't get up in the morning. I've, and, I've said this to you, right? Yeah, you don't like, get up in the morning and go. Okay, how can I make James' life miserable? Yes, it just yes. happens. It's just a happy yeah. accident. <laughs> <laughs> but there are there are people out there that are just awful human beings, mm-hmm. and um, it's uh, it's kind of shocking. Yeah, <laughs> like I've always known that there was people out there that would occasionally they they test they test they're testers yeah right they're like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna stick my finger in this i'm gonna screw with this to sort of see how things you know you you, you meet you've had friends like that right yeah. it's kind of like the hold my beer guys like they like a little bit of chaos in their lives they like to see what they can get away with yeah they like to see what they can get away with and generally speaking i still think there might be some good in those people but they're not doing are, it to be mean they're doing it to see they they want they they want to be entertained. I think a, yep. a lot of times their life is boring, so um, they're they're trying to create some sort of chaos in their lives. Yeah, right. They're not um, doing it to hurt someone. They're doing it just. What yeah. I found though is now that I'm a little bit older. There are people out there that just they're so toxic, they're so negative that um, they're just they're unredeemable. Like, like what you're, I think what you're trying to get at, there's people that hate their lives so much that they try to get other people to hate their lives to, so that there's nobody happy. To bring them down. Anyway. So you need our topic today. So, the, yeah, I, I thought it, this would be a good, it's not a Monday, but it's kind of like a Monday topic. Advice on staying positive. I should have brought my Trump, uh, my, my uh, Trump University stuff that would have helped. Okay, that's well. That's a good start. <laughs> How do you stay positive? Trump, go to Trump University. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that works. The locker room topic of the day: seventy zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. How do you stay positive this morning? So Devin said, "I smoke the giggly bush to stay positive. You can't be negative if all you think of is destroying a bag of chips when you're stoned." But. 
with that said, some of the most negative people I know are longtime pot smokers. <laughs> well, right. I will clarify it. Can I clarify that? Yeah. Chronic. Yeah, that's what Long I mean. Long time chronic, Long like daily. Term, daily been smoking s- since they were like twelve. Yes, and they're paranoid and negative, yeah. and everyone's out to get them. And yeah, like I know, a few examples. I know, I know, of, I know a few people that smoke occasionally, um, or they even might just have a puff at night. Yeah, right. But w- I do know there there's a distinction to be made with that conversation See, about people that get up in the morning and smoke all day. I do... Same could be said for alcohol, though. Oh, absolutely. Some people are happy drunks. Some people are angry drunks. Well, I think I, there's angry stoners and there's happy stoners. And just make sure that we get this out. I mean, we we generally um, we generally lean towards the booze more than we do the weed on yeah. this show, the three of us. Um, but I'm not, we're not naive we're all very well aware of the fact that alcohol is far more destructive than we give some of us in this room rage issues. He he did okay. <laughs> I didn't rage at all. I've talked to many people, and they said I didn't rage this weekend. I thought for sure you were going to Sunday yeah. because I got saw a video of you passed out at eleven a.m. <laughs> drinking because you woke up at eight, and the look you had on your face when they woke you up on the couch, I was like, "That's Jimmy Rage coming." <laughs> no, but but Jimmy Rage, calm down. He, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, there is something about that long-term daily, like all-day smoker, yeah. um, and and you know what? You don't really start to see it until they get a little bit older. I mean, I'm older now, so I've mm-hmm. I've grown up with guys that smoked, and it it switches something, it changes something in there. Yeah, yeah, like, like it 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 does have an impact on your psyche. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, it's the guys that smoke all day, like chronic. Yeah, chronics. The locker room topic of the day. How are you staying positive? Getting some advice this morning. 780-989-0957. Kane said his wife is a very positive person. Oh, she is. And when you are surrounded by that type of energy, it can be contagious. So he's saying surround yourself with positive people. And he said, like they say in the Monty Python. uh, I was going to say Monty Python. Always look on the bright side of life. Well, and you know what? Um, it also works the other way, and that's why I've I've never I've never taken issue with anybody that um, goes out of their way to remove negative energy from their mm-hmm. lives, right? Like you if, need to do that sometimes, and and sometimes it's hard to to pinpoint where it's coming from, right? You're not always. You're not always on the lookout for it. You know, you might be in your own head a bit, but you might be you might be hanging around with people that are actually sucking the life out of you, right? Yeah. Um and and if you if you need to remove that person from your life to to help your positivity, um it's like listen, you got my support on that. Mm-hmm. Again, it, I'm glad Kane brought that up because it's a big part of who we choose to surround ourselves yeah. with is a big part it of... Impacts your whole life. Impacts your entire life. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. We're taking advice on staying positive this morning. 780-989-0957, a text line and a phone number. Inappropriate Ian said to stay positive, he rides his motorcycle and forgets the troubles of the day, forgets the jerks with the sun and the wind on his face, and uh, he can find he can forget everything besides it's an awesome way to find secret spots to hide dead bodies. It's always a catch with it. Always a catch at the end. The locker room topic of the day. 
How do you stand positive? We're taking advice this morning. Seven eight zero nine nine zero nine five seven. Christy chooses to find the humor in everything. Laughing makes everything better, regardless of the situation. That's really good advice. Every situation you can look at, there's always humor there, right? Yeah, yeah. I I don't hate that idea at all. That's that's really good good advice. Mm-hmm. Are we m- going to move on? Um, we could, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, because we should do. Um, Midget at the Movies next, yeah. which we can get to next. But Jimmy wanted to add something to the topic as well. Yeah. Am I doing it right now? or Let's do it right now, big guy. See, the thing is, though, is I actually need to thank you guys. Okay. Because, you know, you guys called me out for the Jimmy Rage. And, and then I had to do a little bit of self-talk to stop myself from raging by, like you and I talked about it, by going, it's not really that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Why are you getting mad? It, But it takes realizing that you have a problem being negative to fix it. I think that's the biggest the thing. The thing about you, gen- like... It's taking it personal. You're not a negative person, though. No. Like if, if somebody asked me about you and, and I had to describe you, I would never use the, the the term negative. You just, you sometimes have weaker moments where you let things around you bother you. And it's not, and a lot of times it's not even teasing. A lot of times Grant and I are surprised at what, yeah. what sets you off, right? But, like, but one thing that I've learned though is go, okay. Why am I getting mad? It's not that big of a deal. Oh, yeah. We we have to do that all the time. I think everyone has to do that. Especially, like, sometimes people will be upset at work, and then you're like, it's radio. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm upset about a photo shoot. Like, it doesn't matter. Yes. Me raging at a bar because the waitress took too long to bring me a drink. That's, (laughs) that's... Well, that's alcoholism. That's alcohol, yeah. (laughs) That's understandable. (laughs) Three... Two. The Locker Rooms, Midget at the Movies. I shall call him Minnie. It's like Minnie at the Movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did Miles, Sasha, Matt... A bunch of... Like, there was a lot. Sherilyn and Ademinian want you to watch. Something about Mary. It's just like pulling off a band-aid. <laughs> A one and a two and a... we got a bleeder. Explain that clip. Why that's, do I have no memory of this. Movie? That's no? that's the part where he's in the bathroom and someone startles him and he uh, gets his stuck in his zipper. Oh yeah, his man parts. And then so the oh. fire, so the firefighters and uh, like and police were there and they actually helped him get Is it out. Is this the movie where? Um, like Ben the Stiller's main, in the it. The main uh, guy uh, can't see uh, um, how big his girlfriend is. No, that's no. shallow. How oh. this is something about Mary Matt Dillon's in it. Uh, ben Stiller, Cameron um, Diaz. It's the one where she gets the splooch in her in her hair. Oh, okay. hair gel. Yeah, I've seen this. I just why can't I put this together? This mm. movie. I'm, I think I'm mixing a bunch of comedies together. I think here. you are. Yeah. It was so funny. Um, it was so painfully funny. I was hung over like like hard yesterday, and I was laughing, and I it was crying at the same time because it was painful. But it, I don't know why I haven't seen it before this. But there was a lot of really funny parts. I really enjoyed it. 
And we got you to watch this because it was Cameron Diaz's 50th birthday last yeah. week, right? Yeah, so okay. we were like, she was really Diaz young in that one, too. Seen it. Yeah, she was, she was quite young. This mm-hmm. was a 90s movie, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, what, what did you give it? What's your rating? I gave it a five. A, pain, a, a five painful five. five. A painful five. A painful five. There's something about Mary. Five buttered cobs of Tabor corn. In the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. This really spoke to me because I do my best to, uh, you know, try to keep this spotty a temple. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We could tell. It was advice on what to eat. If you're going to go to McDonald's, mm-hmm. the best option, especially if you're like into fitness and you are actually working out, right? Yeah. Um, so they broke it down too. Like they gave you an option for breakfast. I guess what they're the, the one thing that I took out of this before you give the the menu, Grant, yeah, is that um, they're saying like, listen, if you have to eat at McDonald's, mm-hmm. that this is what you might want to do. To make it the most have the the least impact on uh, on a healthy lifestyle, somebody that's really trying to work out right now. Right? So yeah, Fitness Cove coach Shiv Wilson, um, the three McDonald's meals that won't ruin your diet for breakfast: a high protein double sausage and egg McMuffin. Did you know you could do that? Did you know that you could get the double sausage? I didn't. No, this is news to me. That one's got five. But isn't isn't the egg Mc, isn't the McMuffin part? Isn't that a lot of carbs? It's not that many carbs, I don't think. Okay, um, should send her a note. The yeah, <laughs> I should ask a dietic taking a dietitian's advice, I guess. Uh, five hundred fifty-one calories, thirty-five grams of protein in that. The triple cheeseburger is the other one, and the quarter pounder with cheese, high in protein. Um, she said. The macros aren't terrible. The food quality, not the best. Macros aren't terrible. What does Her- that mean? What are macros? The overall impact, I guess? Um, I didn't know what that meant. Macronutrients. So that's what people do when they're dieting now, is they count how many macros they've had in a day. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I had no so idea. So people that keep was- track of their macros is what they Okay. Um, and so she's she was saying... Um, what to, what you should do at McDonald's is double your meat and get rid of the fries. Okay. So she said the fries have got the high in, they're high in salt and everything. So hard to do though. So if you're still hungry, yeah, double your meat, don't eat the fries. I always get the fries cause I love the fries. Mm-hmm. Quite often though, I'll get a double Big Mac. Does that count? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> What about the waffle fries at Carl's Jr.? Those have got to be good for you. The Chris Cuts? They can't be. They taste so good. They can't They can't be bad. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Molly's kind of... Um, I get not... Sh- I'm not shocked that this is happening. I'm shocked it isn't happening faster. But then every time we talk about robots, we always get a call from somebody that goes, we got those robot dogs wandering around our warehouse in uh, yeah. Sherwood Park. Like, it's always, I, I think there's a little bit more of this than maybe we're aware of. There's a robot restaurant in Edmonton. What? It's hot, it? Yeah, it's been open for a couple of years. It's a hot pot spot. So they got robots that uh, serve your table and stuff. Why am I? I've the never... Buddy Wonton Seafood Restaurant. I've never heard of this. Have you no. heard of this? No. Jimmy? We gotta go. Mm-hmm. So the just the food comes. Does a real person take your order? 
Uh, no, I think you order right on the rest on the robot, and then it goes back and gets it. And where is this place? Um, let's see if I can find it. Have you been? No, I've just seen a lot of videos of it. People always post videos whenever they go there, right? Huh. That's crazy. So it's still on White Ave. Just off White Ave. What's it called? Buddy Wonton Seafood Restaurant. Buddy Wonton Seafood Restaurant. And it's it's just robots. It's by the No Frills. Um, They're coming for your jobs, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I... Well, this one obviously jumped out at me because uh, I drank too much. But they're stalking liquor stores with robots now. Like it, it's, they literally wander up and down the aisles and they replenish the supply. Yeah. And it's just a robot. It's not humans. And th- they got a lot of them. Like it's, it's like, and they can work all day, right? Yeah. There's like 300 stores or something like that that, is, that are using robots to stock, restock booze. Really replace the kids on rollerblades and Superstore, hey? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy times. I was thinking about this, though. Like that would be the worst job for me. Stocking up shelves? Yeah. yeah. I mean, would you be a... I'm not a thief, mm-hmm. but I think I would convince myself that it would be okay for me to to, to pilfer from the... <laughs> <laughs> One for me. One for the shelf. <laughs> One for me. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to be that guy, yeah. but I, I have to admit that there's a possibility that I would I would probably be, um, and this is probably why they have robots now stocking shelves in Japan, because the, before that, there was so much theft. Are you, the, uh, eat, are you the guy that eats grapes while you're shopping? No. <laughs> I can't do it. No, I can't either. My parents own grocery stores, right? I can't. I've never been I, the guy that I uh, that's stealing. It, it, it essentially <laughs> is. The, there are people out there that convince yeah. themselves that yeah, this that is fine. This is fine. Like the worst apple? thing that I did was when we were doing the uh, Breaking Jimmy, and you had me uh, taking from the bins oh, yeah. at uh, at the bulk barn. No, that's different. They want you to test it. <laughs> Reaching in with his little hands. Grubby little hands. <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. There was this very important investigation done, and it asked the question, why is craft beer pretty much always packaged in tall boy cans. So somebody was sitting around on the weekend drinking and thought, why is this a tall boy? Why? And part of why I wanted to do this this study or investigation is because I learned a new word for a tall boy can, and I wanted to share it so people don't look at me weird when I say it. I've always called the big cans tall boys. I know Jimmy calls them king cans. And then there's this term that they used in the investigation... A pounder. Pounder cans. Isn't that great? Hey, throw me one of those pounders. Yeah, I'm just going to finish my pounder, then I'll be right over. So they did this thing asking why is craft beer always in pounder cans, and they found that it's because, well, people really like drinking beer, and the bigger the can, the better. It also had to do with their marketing. So by putting their beer in a pounder and then selling it in a four-pack, It makes the beer seem a little more prestigious than selling it in cases of 48 for $50 or in two-liter plastic bottles. (laughs) I don't know. The plastic bottles, people don't think that's classy, I guess. Who doesn't like feeling a little fancy sometimes, too? And apparently having a taller can 
with a cool label on it and a name like Optimus Prime. It makes you feel fancier than drinking a silver can with the weird word beer on the side. The more you know, hey, we're learning every day. The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Canada's first glory hole location with robot butlers. Book today and buy one tour, get one tour at Edmonton or Tabor, gloryholetours.com. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So this weekend was the uh, first of two Taylor Hawkins tribute shows. So they did one in London. Yeah, so it was early Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, You could watch it on YouTube. When's When's the Los Angeles one? It's coming up. Um, yes, that was just looking for that, actually. I think it's this weekend. I think it was a week uh, apart. So, no, this one was September 3rd, then it's September 27th. Oh, so it's quite End a bit of the month, yeah. End of the month, okay. So, you, a lot of people probably even stream this. There was also mm-hmm. a special that they ran on Paramount after the fact as well. Um, I was getting clips sent to me all weekend long. There was stuff that was coming out from it, obviously. It's a big show, and, and quite a few superstars jumped on stage, and they did some duets. Travis Barker, like lots of people filming in on drums, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it, 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 from all accounts, a pretty cool event. Um, I mean, Dave Grohl broke down during times like these, so that was a clip. Yeah. And I I got one sent to me. I actually retweeted it, and um, I watched it um, Saturday afternoon, and I, I got to be honest, it made me cry. Yeah? Um, it's a, it was a quick clip. It's like two minutes long. It's It's... The Foo Fighters, my hero, and Taylor Hawkins' kid, Shane, mm-hmm. 16 years old, is on drums. Yeah, he was. He did oh. a really good job. He was. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. If you go to my Twitter at Lachlan Cross, I sent it out on the weekend, so it's not too far. Very cool. Nice moment. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross. Grant Johnson and James White, 95.7 Cruise FM. We got a study, study king. This study is about small talk. How about that ride in? Guess that's why they call it the Sin City. <laughs> so the researchers from this university said that four minutes of small talk can reveal personality personality traits so you can develop a sense of someone's personality after four minutes of chatting um yeah see they said you can pick up on little things like extroversion um how people communicate with each other yeah i'm not good at i don't think i'm good at small talk i've come to that conclusion but you are good at at the quick judging uh, like not judging people (laughs) but that isn't what You're I very good at judging people, though. You know what, no, no, you no, always but, shine the you, best no, light you on your really friend. excel um, at judgment. Not judgment, but you know what I was trying. Uh, I've got my sniff, some, uh, sniffer, got my on. sniffer on people, and, and I'm and I, I've been wrong. Judging is the wrong word, but yeah, no, I can. Um, I, I I've always had this ability, and again, it sounds it sounds a bit egotistical, but I can always get a good sense of who somebody is really quick. Um, if if I'm in a room with them and I, I get to spend more than a couple of minutes with them, I can get a good you know what, handle I, on them. I don't like the small talk, but I I kind of do the I'll change my personality for who I'm talking to in small talk. So like if they're a car guy, I'll try to talk cars or like you know what I mean. They want to talk 
golf. Or, I'm I'm pretty good at changing who I am just to accommodate some small talk. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not. I don't think I'm good at small talk mm-hmm. because I um I don't feel comfortable having a conversation with somebody about what they want to have a conversation with. Right. Um, so I always try to change it to bring it back to you, which is selfish, right? Like, um, and I know <laughs> you, you hate wanna, small talk. You, you want to talk about something you're comfortable talking about. Yeah. I don't like small talk. Like if I get stuck one-on-one with somebody, I don't know. It's uncomfortable. Um, ironically, Jimmy is probably the best at small talk, but he kind of just goes into autopilot and starts telling stories about radio and, well, you you never I, have a problem get like if you're in the middle you're never of never uncomfortable. You're never uncomfortable in a social situation. You'll plop yourself into a room or a table full of people and hey everybody and we're always kind of shocked by your ability to do that. Yeah, I that's one thing I think I'm really strong at and I think that has helped in this in with you in radio, with, in radio is yeah. just my ability to just talk to. That's why, but, but like the people you're talking to, it, it works because they they don't know your stories. Yeah, right. So you're able just to go to your like your auto stories or your jokes, your your little mm-hmm. person jokes. Yeah, yeah, you start busting them out. Yeah, and then you guys want want to kill yourself and leave <laughs> well, the room. No, 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 no. Actually, I'm always relieved if you're with oh, us. Yeah, I'll let you take the lead on that. And um and. You you show up in a social situation. I'm always actually I feel more at ease if you're around than if I'm by myself because you do like. What did you do at the concert on Sunday? You just wandered around the stadium. I had I got four, pictures of you at every different spot in the stadium, just talking to people. Yeah, getting drinks. Yeah. See, yeah. I wouldn't do that. I would never. I would go to my seat. I would I would go to my seat. I'd go to the. I'd get Find a beer. People I know. If somebody said, "Hey, Locke, I, I'm not going to say, "Hey, but no, I'd be, hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah." But, and but you on. go out of your way to and, a, and it's awesome. But, pe- but people are attracted to me, like to come talk to me. It doesn't matter if they've met me through radio yeah. or just the yeah. fact that I'm a midget. So you've you gotten know, you've gotten good at it, little person. Yes, yes. Okay, sorry, little person. The one thing, though, that this is a danger if you are um, if you are hanging out with Jimmy, especially if he's had a couple of drinks in him. We have a nickname for Jimmy, All Middle Jimmy. Um, <laughs> quite often, if you get sucked into the Jimmy vortex, which is is fine, yeah, you don't want to do it, it all happens. the time. It's why we get ignored. But if you get if you get drawn in like a tractor beam into that, there's a good chance you're going to spend a good hour, maybe longer. In a story that has no beginning or end, and you'll be sitting Lin- there the Lin's whole time. Got a full dose. Yeah, yeah. there was a guy I, from Ontario that locked his podcast. He was in town this weekend. Yeah, and he got about forty-five minutes of he got a trying good, to figure uh, out what then, Jimmy then was then talking was, about. Then when I was sober, I had to finish a couple of the stories. Oh, so you went back right to the middle of the story <laughs> and continue. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get into a review of the show. Do you remember enough to give us a uh, a cohesive review of what Motley happened? Crew, Def Leppard on Sunday uh, night. Yeah, team up that I was there. <laughs> All right, okay. We'll get into that next. But first, another gem, a classic. Now available on YouTube. Oh yeah, that's right. Search we put the these up on the locker room YouTube page. You get a better-
every morning from your alarm clocks Warning, take the yellow head into the city There's a camera overhead for the people running reds And the drunks are trying to look sober And if your coffee's on time, you can crack a mic just fine And start your talking job to get your pay And if you ever get annoyed, look at Jimmy, he's my stepson He loves to drink Lucky all day Taking care of a midget every day. Taking care of a midget every damn day. I've been taking care of a midget. He's my stepson. Taking care of a midget and working overtime. Get out. There you go. Always playing the hits. So, a big concert on uh, Sunday night. Jimmy got to go. I had, uh, my daughter was in town, so I, I was doing some family stuff. So I, I actually had an opportunity at tickets, but I, I did not go. Mm-hmm. And you... No, I wasn't interested in going. No, not at all. No. Yeah, you're not a big I don't fan like, of that hair. That, I don't like any of it. And I was like, the lineups and the people and... Yeah. Yeah. You're Joe, a concert guy. Joan Jett I would have gone to see. I, I do like Joan Jett. I've heard good things about Joan yeah. Jett. Apparently, she rocked it. Apparently, she was the best one. Yeah, <laughs> um, and she was fairly early on in the day, too. First one, yeah. Right? And then... Uh, um, we saw the tail end of her because we were standing in line for beer for like half an hour. Yeah. At and the, then upstairs. And Poison was on after Joan, right? Yeah. Joan Jett. And, and I thought Poison did a great job. I was singing and rocking to I didn't, I, didn't hear, I didn't hear too many negative things. Brett can still yeah, no, I what Brett I read Michaels was can still go. Was poison sounded fine. Sounded yeah. okay. Def Leppard is just a a, a polished act, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they're pretty slick. You might not like their music, but I think you get to appreciate them as musicians. Phil is like still probably one. I mean, I I know it's it's a genre that gets criticized quite mm-hmm. heavily, but Phil is a dis- disgustingly good guitar player mm-hmm. like in in the grand scheme of things. So I can see him holding that whole thing together. It took, um, they me, know about, what it took me about three of Def Leppard's songs for me to actually get up the stairs. And then you left. Oh, dude, I went to try and find merch where there was last line, and I found a good merch so line. Did you, did you leave after you didn't stick around for crew? No, I I went there for Poison and Def Leppard. <laughs> God, I love you. <laughs> See, I like Def. I like Molly uh-huh. Crew. Sorry, I like their music, but I've seen clips of Vince Neil, and yeah. I was like, this isn't going to be good. The thing about and this is the thing about Molly Crew. You go, <coughs> it's a spectacle, mm-hmm. right? It's um. It's a show, and yeah. and half the show is is the the people that go. True, like it's that. It, it you know I don't think anybody goes to Motley Crue expecting um, an unbelievable performance by Vince Neil. No, like I mean he spends half the time with the mic in the audience, getting them to sing the lyrics. Oh, he can't sing. Everyone knows yeah. every line to every song of Motley Crue, right? Yeah. And so it's you go for that. I but went I've years seen, ago. I've seen Crue a couple of times. Like I saw them on their their last, very last retirement tour that they were doing a number <laughs> of years ago, and I saw them then. And I haven't seen Poison live. I haven't seen Leopard live. That's what I went for. So you saw you left after a couple Def Leopard songs. Though you said, no, I started working my way up the stairs. So I'd, by the end of me getting out of the building, uh, they were just ending. So crew for me is not a. Uh, 
they're a mess. Mm-hmm. They're not technically. They're not good. Um, th- uh, and it's but it's not about that. Right? It's about the show. It's about the show. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I get I get the disappointment in in sometimes in their performance. I saw them in Winnipeg for the first and only time, and I was in Winnipeg between two thousand and two thousand and two thousand and six. So it's been a hundred years since I saw them. I think I saw were, them in Rexall. They were, were god awful then, <laughs> right, but it was fun. The show was a fun. Good show, yeah. Because shit blows up and Tommy, Tommy does Lee's the spinning flips around, and, yeah. right? I mean, and Vince Neil looked like he ate, you know, one of the stage hands <laughs> back then for dinner, right? Hi, my name is Lindsay, and I'm searching for love. I'm recently single, I think, and I'm looking for someone who I can spend the rest of my life with. Or at least the rest of my probation with. You know what? I think the reason why Lindsay gets away with what she gets away with is because she she is able to make fun of herself. Oh, yeah. That was done 10 years ago. That was a funnier die mm-hmm. bit where she did a fake eHarmony ad. And it's a lot longer than that, but it's well worth it. If you do a search on YouTube, you can find it. Um, and, yeah, it just... Well, she was a child star. Went off the rails for a bit, but she managed to pull it back together now. Well, like she I, runs pretty successful businesses and and starting to do some acting again. I don't know if she's completely on the rails. <laughs> did you? She's been see, sober for quite a few years. Did you see the the uh, the show she did where she that Greek? I she, didn't watch it that was one. A reality show. Yeah, I didn't watch that, was, that one. I don't know. I get what you're saying. She's been sober, but I don't mm-hmm. necessarily think she's s- still firing on all cylinders. <laughs> she's got a new Netflix movie coming out. It's a yeah. romantic comedy romantic called comedy. Uh, Irish Wish. I kind of cheer for her. Oh, yeah. She's another. She's a lot like Britney, too, right? Where mm-hmm. you kind of, even though she's a gong show, you kind of you cheer for them, right? I think it's because child stars, bad parents. Yeah. You're like, they've been through a lot. So you cheer for them to come out the other side. The thing, too, about the world we live in now is the streaming world, mm-hmm. where they, they have so much, they have more money than God, right? Yeah. So they throw money at things. So any any bad idea, you're going to get a lot of these stories, like you're going to get a lot of these cases where these people come back from nowhere, mm-hmm. and they get a chance, right? And you'll go, who, who, who was that again? Oh, that was the guy on the Cosby show that oh, no I one's heard about. that, yeah. The last time I saw him, he was bagging groceries at a Whole Foods in Los <laughs> Angeles. He's Alvin, got his own Alvin from the Cosby Show. He's got his own Netflix special now. <laughs> Whenever we talk about these items, we always make sure we double check to make sure that they're available in Canada. Like we'll go to a Taco Bell Canadian webpage and we'll just check the menu and Grant cross reference that and and this is available in Canada because quite often they have these like really really cool food things. Well, for example, right now. McDonald's is trying out a uh, chicken Big Mac, but it's in the States only. What? Or they brought the McRib back, but it's only in the States. Like, that happens a lot, right? How do we not get the chicken Big Mac? Well, they're only testing it right now. So Okay. All right. Keep an eye on that, okay? But, yeah, this one is in Canada. Chicken news guy. <laughs> <laughs> so Taco Bell is bringing us a pizza. I Mexican I, pizza. I have a memory of this. And you do too, don't you? I, it does sound familiar, yeah. Yeah, me too. This feels like something they've done before. Um, but there seems to be a lot of talk about pizza. Maybe it's just because we were so du- inundated with the Tim Hortons pizza talk. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's just it. But I, I would try this. 
I'd go to Taco Bell for the Taco Bell pizza. So it's the Taco Bell Mexican pizza. It's two crisp pizza shells filled with seasoned beef, hearty beans, and then topped with pizza sauce, three cheeses, and diced ripe tomatoes. I'm looking for a place to take my wife for uh, our anniversary it's on coming the weekend. Coming up, yeah. There you go. Honey, how do you feel about Taco Bell? <laughs> yeah, See, that'll, that'll go well. With this, I, like it does look good, but I have a hard time in the same way that you're trying to get me to try the chicken sandwich from Arby's. And I'm like, I, I haven't been to Taco Bell in like three years. If I go to Taco Bell, it's my one trip every three years. How do I not get a beef crunch wrap supreme? Yeah, yeah, right? I get like, that. How do I step away from that when it's you only get it once every few years? Uh, Taco Bell for me is one of those places that I don't go unless I see something that they're advertising that's that's different or unique. That and will then, draw you in? Because it's not a go-to for me, to be honest yeah. with you. Right, because most of the time, if I'm at a Taco Bell, it's in the same building as a KFC. I was gonna say in St. Albert, you got the Taco Bell KFC combo building. Yeah, there. and uh, yeah. I can't walk in there and not get Dirty Bird. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough life choices. Tough. Life. The locker room on ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. So tomorrow we're gonna um, we're gonna put Tabor Corn to the test. So I'll give you sort of a bit of a background here. If you're new to the show, our little buddy James P. White is from Tabor, Alberta. Um, He wasn't born there, but spent most of his life there. He was born in Winnipeg and then very young moved to Tabor. So went to school there, um, went to high school, graduated from Tabor a couple times. Three times? I think so. Just always very confusing. In 91, I, just, 92, I, just, I just have two diplomas. <laughs> uh, anyway, he is he's proud of Tabor mm-hmm. and um, defends Tabor, Tabor things vehemently. He including will. the corn. There's nothing better than Tabor corn. I don't care what you. But it's not yeah, just the corn. Say. I mean, like you would only eat Lay's chips, and you would yeah. only remember that the rum ketchup was thing. made with beets from Tabor, and you were Roger's talking about how sugar is from Tabor. Hostess chips is from Tabor. McCain's is actually not far from Tabor. It's only twenty minutes away. So you've got these things that you're like, you will only choose those brands. I guess it's it's good to have mm-hmm. some pride for, for some Tabor pride. He's there's a lot of pride in Tabor. <laughs> anyway. Is easy to make fun of. Mm-hmm. We don't need to get into the reasons why. You're from Alberta. You probably are aware of why it's easy to make fun of Tabor. Yeah. It's not just the fact that Jimmy is from there. No, no. It's, okay. It's yeah. Now it's the perfect town for Jimmy to be from. It absolutely is. Now I got to admit, um, I've had Tabor corn before, mm-hmm. and I I don't remember it being like. So remarkably better than anything I've ever had before that I will demand when I go into the grocery store or I walk in and I go, if you don't have Tabor corn, that's it. But like I've been, I'm never shopping here again. We'll do a, like we'll that. do a golf tournament and it'll be dinner after a steak and there'll be cobs of corn there and Jimmy will not have the corn because it's not Tabor. I can't Which even weird. enjoy any other corn. It's a little weird. Okay, so because he's like this, we have set up a Tabor corn taste test tomorrow. But here's the thing. We are going to pit Tabor corn 
your beloved corn, yep. against the corn that Grant and his new bride, Michaela, grew in their front yard in Millwoods. So, so it's going to be Johnson versus Johnson yeah, corn. Johnson's bought out the Jensen's in Tabor. <laughs> yeah. So it's Johnson versus Johnson. I bought some Tabor corn yesterday. Grant's bringing in his corn that he just recently harvested. Yeah. And we got JT's Bar and Grill coming down to the radio station tomorrow. <laughs> Steven's bringing the food truck, and he's going to cook this up for us. I hope he brings the food truck and then just throws it in the microwave. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's been adamant that the best way to cook corn is in the microwave. It is actually really good cooking it in the microwave. The reason why we're not doing this at the radio station is because we don't actually have anything that allows us to cook here. So no, the last the, time we did something like this, we didn't really clear it with the powers and, that be. And we used, and we used an outdoor stove. Uh, the, a camp stove in and, and uh, fired it up here in the control room. I'm mad about that. There was some issues. So we've talked JTs into coming down to the radio station with their food truck. They, they've got a day open tomorrow. Um, they've been busier and cr- they've been crazy this summer. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you're interested in booking their food truck, just uh, look up their webpage or their Facebook page or give, give Laura a call at the bar and she'll hook you up. Um, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna pull it off the cob and put it in 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 a in two different bowls and then we're gonna do Jimmy. You need to pay attention here. I'm listening. Whenever I give you the rules of the event, you always have some problem down the road. I don't know why. Okay, no, so I'm listening. Step Problems in now. We haven't talked about this yet. We're we're taking it off the we're taking it off the cob. Be it yeah. And then we're going to not only determine which one's which, the three of us, because we're not going to get to see us cooking it. Like, Stephen's going to cook it without us present. Yeah. Then he's going to pull it off the cob. Yeah. And then we're going to try it. And the th- and then we have to write down our our Whether thoughts. or not it's which one you like better and which and one's which. And which one's Tabor. I'll be able to tell just by... It's just how Jimmy rolls. Okay. All right. <laughs> You're okay with the rules? I'm okay with the rules because we did the blind taste test last time where you got something from Safeway. We had like a, we had Tabor corn and then something else. He did, he did actually, didn't he? He nailed it, yeah. He did, yeah. Like, uh, and I knew exactly which one was which. That's just how Jimmy works. Okay. It's I a do, weird thing to... I do remember him being yourself to. on... <laughs> Do you need anybody else involved in this corn taste test, or do you? No. Are you comfortable with the three I'm of us? Comfortable being... with the three of us. All right. Okay. Because if this doesn't go your way tomorrow, if it doesn't go my way, then you know maybe it doesn't go my way tomorrow. I'm just saying you'll call. No, I'm not going to. I'll I'll abide by the Fake rules. News. <laughs> you guys cheated or something. It, so we're nope, good. We're good. Okay. So we're doing this tomorrow. You guys ready for no, this? I'm ready, yeah. All right. Clean your palates today. <laughs> You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Somewhere a village is missing an idiot. Or three. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.